Again, uh, to record an episode <laughs> with you guys of Funeral Stories, the podcast. Yes, the podcast called Funeral Stories. We are Funeral Stories, the podcast mm-hmm. still. Yes. And this is Casey. And Laura. Thank you. And we have not changed the name of the podcast. And we always start the podcast exactly the same. Because it's awkward as fuck to start a podcast. Except for when Jenny was on. Yeah. Yeah. Because Jenny, was- Jenny brought, brought her game. Yeah. So... We're here again with Crystal. Hi. Yes. And Nicole. Hello. For color. Yes. yes. <laughs> and beauty. And beauty. Established. Okay. Beauty and color. Yeah. Well, well color is beautiful. Thank you. So color today, is in yeah. vibrance. There we go. She's so. white. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm white. Sorry. She's yes. white. Um, so. We wanted to mention really quickly for everyone out there, because we realized we haven't mentioned this yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Funeral Stories Family on Facebook. It's our... Uh, group for our facebook page and what we have like 300 members or no i don't know i don't know we have some members maybe not that much but it's a great place for people to go and talk about funny things sad things their experiences with grief yeah and there's a lot of people there that will lift you up if you're going through something difficult or if you need some positive energy thrown out into the world for you or you just want to vent about Mm -hmm. your bad grief day or you want to share a thing about a pirate that marries a or a a woman that marries a ghost pirate yeah i saw that that's because i had that too Mm -hmm. yeah anything will come one come all and we'd like to join us so we'd like we'd like to join us funeral stories family on facebook we'd like you to join us at the funeral stories family yeah facebook join us yeah and so, this is going to be a little bit different episode than we normally have. Mm-hmm, and I'm excited. The Sorry. last episode we recorded was kind of a warm-up, as we said, to, you know, get get everybody in the mood, get everybody used to the headphones and the mic, and because it's, it's a process. Yeah. I believe that Casey used the term lubed up. You can't lubed just up. stick a dildo in. No. No. Or a set of headphones on. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's just a lot. Exactly. Or a set of dildos on your ear. <laughs> can't do that either. <laughs> so, what, you want to kind of talk about what we're, we're what we're doing here Casey yeah well I mean I feel like you know better Crystal knows better than any of us but she you recently went through a divorce and yes. we've been wanting to get into ambiguous grief and ambiguous loss a lot more because for the most part aside from pet loss and my like bad dad issues and people mm-hmm. that have really bad relationships with their family members um we haven't really touched on it too much in alzheimer's Mm -hmm. um but grief comes in all shapes and sizes and experiences and divorce is a kind of ambiguous loss and so to put that into i guess actual Mm -hmm. definition just to refresh everybody thank you yeah there you go technical term Mm -hmm. um ambiguous loss is a loss that occurs without closure or understanding This kind of loss leaves a person searching for answers and thus complicates and delays the process of grieving and often results in unresolved grief. Some examples are infertility, termination of pregnancy, disappearance of a family member, death of an ex-spouse, a family member being physically alive but in a state of cognitive, decline due to Alzheimer's disease or dementia, or divorce. 
An ambiguous loss can be categorized into two types of loss, physical or psychological. Physical loss and psychological loss differ in terms of what is being grieved for. The loss of the physical body or the psychological mind. Experience an ambiguous loss can lead to personal questions such as, am I still married to my missing spouse? Or am I still a child to a parent who no longer remembers me? Since the grief process is an is since the grief process in an ambiguous loss is halted, it is harder to cope or move on to accept to acceptance from the type of loss experienced. And yeah, so there are various types of grief that can occur due to the type of amb- ambiguity experienced in corresponding therapy, blah blah blah. And then there's so many like lists of different kinds of ambiguous loss and how sometimes a physical ambiguous loss can result in post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. So uh, one way that we had an episode about this and one thing that uh, Rachel, who was on, talked about was the physical presence but the emotional absence or the emotional presence, physical absence. So with divorce, there'd be an emotional presence, physical absence. So, you know, when you get married, you have these ideas and hopes and dreams for a life together true and when that doesn't pan out you're left with this big you know whole question mark of some people would equate it to feeling like a failure some people equate it to actually being brave enough to leave and that being a, a success in its own right but you're still mourning the loss of a life that you were promised true very true so i think that was why i wanted to have you on and yeah Laura too because that was something you recently went through. It definitely is, yes. So do you, when I w- was reading about that, was there anything you could identify with as far as the grieving? Uh, yeah, the uh, the physical absence and the emotional presence and like the, like you grieve something that, an idea of something. For mm-hmm. me, I grieved an idea of something mm-hmm. that I thought was going to be mm-hmm. and did not be. Yeah. So I think it's important before we get going that um, that everybody know that I am the initiator. Yeah. I am the person who divorced. I divorced him. He didn't yeah. divorce me, which is, I mean, that sounds crazy, but it does make a difference in, sure. you know, how the situation is handled. Well, you, and it's hard to say that you wanted it. No. But mm-hmm. you. That, I initiated that, it. And that was, mm-hmm. yeah, that was your decision. And right. You, yeah. Right. So it wasn't like you were caught off guard. And, right. Yeah. Right. All right. Which is a different kind of um, grief. It's yeah. A different kind of grief. It was a um, it was a long term process, and I think for me that has helped me to be able to grieve mm-hmm. after it was um, final. Mm-hmm. So it's not. Um, it's been final now for about four months. Oh, is that all? Yeah. Wow four months and we've been separated like physically not in the same house for about six months okay and how long were y'all married 11 years wow i didn't realize two kids. it was that long yeah two kids. i guess yeah how old's your son uh my son is my oldest son is nine and my okay. daughter is seven about okay. to be eight yeah. so yeah and how old were you when you got married i was 22 22 when i got married yeah i guess i just did that math i was 22 <laughs> i was i was young when i got married yeah, yeah. that's very i actually young. graduated college mm-hmm. on a f- saturday and got married the next friday how long did y'all date <laughs> how long did we date we started dating the end of january and i had a roommate in college at that time and she got married in march okay. so when she got married he moved in 
And then we got engaged in April. Okay. And we were married that August. And no, I was not pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Married 11 years. Oldest child, nine. (laughs) So there's the math. Yeah. Just making sure. Just putting that out there. Yeah. I was not pregnant. No judgment, but just let let, let it be known. I was asked that question like a million times. Yeah. Are you pregnant? Yeah. No. No. You're like, no, I'm just 22 and think I know what I want. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Do you want, is there anything you want to tell us about? the backstory you meeting and and if so or if not does remembering that stuff cause you more sadness or do, are you like at a point in your grieving process where you're grateful for those memories but you I'm I'm almost there yeah I'm almost there and there and it depends on the memories that are that are conjured up sure because I, I, I um when it comes to things that are between just he and I that you know our our relationship and how we met and how we dated and stuff like that and the things between us yes i'm to the point where i can accept those and and you know have it be be what it it Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. and appreciate them and put them in a little box and okay that's over the issue that i have is the thing where my kids are involved or it was a family thing or when we all did this together or you know that that is the part that i'm still grieving and yeah. that I think will be grieving for a very long time. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's magnified because your kids are so young. Right. And so you see them going through it right. and not really being able to cope because they're kids. And they're probably a lot. Again, we don't give kids enough credit, but this is all new to them, too. It's all new to them. And I think the for me, the, I, I'm a... I'm an analytical person, mm-hmm. and when I see a, my son is this way. When I see an issue, when I see a problem, I want to know why it happened, why oh, you know yeah. all that kind of stuff, and, and like I want to understand it from 15 different angles. And I, I'm definitely not one of those people that just goes, "Oh, okay," and walks <laughs> off. Which is my daughter is just like, "Okay, cool," and just yeah, yeah, walks off. She is <laughs> gives zero fucks. I'm definitely <laughs> yeah. more like her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she gives zero fucks. Keegan gives all the fucks. Mm-hmm. So, so Keegan and Auburn definitely have struggled with. Um, on their own in their own different ways have struggled with you know this whole shift or whatever but the part of this that I grieve I think the most at this point in the process is the little stuff my kids uh, they definitely are dealing with it and moving forward in different ways and um, like I was saying like Keegan is very analytical and he wants to know how things happen and why things happen and understand it from multiple different angles and so the part that I'm struggling with the most is not being able to give him the answers that he is looking for because he's only nine yeah and he doesn't get it and it comes down to you know why don't you like daddy anymore you know which is not obviously not the case yeah and there's just like that until i for me i think until i can grasp that and really be able to know that my kids have an understanding of what's going on that then my grieving process is going to be really take off you think or like i think think it'll be i think it'll i think it'll be able i'll be able to progress it'll be okay so that'll be sort of um, maybe the only closure you get kind of yeah for them yeah for that when when i feel like they are because i mean like i I mean you're a mom yeah and and i can't imagine 24 7 your thought is are they okay yeah whether you've and and then like i've made this huge choice huge choice and shift and um it's impacted every 
thing that they do every yeah. little part of their baby little lives is well and you always down. when you see divorce and there's kids involved the one thing you always hear is it's not your fault it's not your fault it's not your fault but you can say that till you're blue in the face and some kids are gonna still worry mm-hmm. right like with my sister and maddox that's like he can't wrap his head around it do you know what i mean that yes wait but you always talk about how great things were before I was born, but that was really the only time they were happy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And there were yeah. happy times when Maddox was young, but they just weren't, they weren't supposed to be together. And, but they were because of Maddox, but you know, fucking, <laughs> you can't say anything yeah. because it's, it all sounds bad. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and so what do you tell? Keaton? What do I say? Yeah. Um, we actually had, uh, I've had moments with both of them. Mm hmm. And, you know, the initial is a sit down, mom and daddy sat down together and were at the table and said, this is what's happening. Did you get, go to, to like a therapist or was that something that y'all had just come up with together to That's do? That's what we did together. Okay. Now this is, okay, so this process for me had been going on at least a year to where it like, because when the- Making the decision. Making the decision. Yeah. So when it first came into my head, you know, I was like, whatever, I'm just having a bad day. Mm-hmm. And then it goes on and goes on, you know, and, and then- like I said before, I'm an analytical person and I want to understand things and I'm, I'm also a mother. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, if, if this was something that I didn't think that my kids could bounce back from, then as a mother, you just suck suffer, it up, suffer through you it. You just deal. Yeah. So I did mountains of research on what happens to kids and how to, how to foster that positive behavior in them. And until I was somewhat convinced yeah. that, they'll survive yeah. they'll be okay they'll, they'll thrive they'll be all right they'll be okay yeah. Yeah. they'll be okay like like this is not going to be detrimental to their to their lives they'll thrive in spite of yes, yes. I, that's what yes. i had to convince myself yeah. of. and Did, then i could deal with okay is this what you really want to do because yeah. i because for me when i became a mother that came before wife yeah well yeah Duh. and I, but <sighs> i have a real hard time with people that always say like you put your husband first i'm like mm-mm well, I mean, to each his own. To each his own. Yeah. But but for me and my... People that give shit. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like the yeah. very primitive mindset of yeah. your duty is to your husband first. I'm like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Please. So so what were you going to say? Sorry. Um, oh, God. It left my brain now. Oh, did you ever, when you were doing research, did you ever like look into stuff like, is it better for me to go ahead and do it now or should I do it later? Like... I mean, obviously, I did. Win, I did like scientific on the computer, you know, psychology today research, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I was also, um, also, I teach high school, mm-hmm. and I was coaching uh, cheerleading at the time, and I had girls on my squad whose parents mm-hmm. had been divorced their whole lives, mm-hmm. and um, one girl in particular, and I pulled her over to the side, and I just said. I need I want to talk to you about you know tell Mm -hmm. tell me tell me what it was like for you as a kid Mm -hmm. and tell me what it was like and she told me some specific things she said she said she's like coach you know if if you're gonna if this is what you're gonna do then don't make these mistakes that my parents made because Mm -hmm. this was this is the part that was really really hard Mm -hmm. or this is the part that was really really great yeah and if you you can remember um, yeah. yeah 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 she said that um that keep the adult stuff to the adults yeah Mm -hmm. she said 
she said, you know, they don't have any need to know that his child support is late or yeah. you need more money or they don't have any need to know any of that stuff or anything like that because that that's going to that that manifests as guilt for kids and all yeah. kind of things that those babies don't need to handle. Like it's stressing you out and mm-hmm. it right. wouldn't stress you out if yeah. And she said repeatedly don't talk bad about the other day and even I mean like in if you have and if I, and I haven't had truthfully I haven't had many opportunities I haven't been like he hasn't there's not a lot of places where I would want to talk bad about him right and I'm just not that kind of person right but you know it wasn't like a you know like I've said before it wasn't like a cheating or a beating or anything like mm-hmm. that it was just a bunch, accumulation of little things yeah and he and then she also said you know be sure that that, that your kids know that both of you are still a unit where they are concerned so when one of them Ugh. screws up at school, you both do it. You both yeah. discipline. When one of them does great at school, you both go Celebrate. to the to the shows. You both yeah. are at baseball games. You both do all that kind of stuff. So, you know, she said, be sure that even if they, they know that you might not be together anymore, you're still a unit as a parent. Like mm-hmm. they those kids still tie you to right. this person and you mm-hmm. can still right. see that's the, still my daddy still yeah. try to see the beauty in the person because yeah right they're in your kid and yeah. the, once i talked to her and i did more you know psychological research or whatever um the and to answer your question i guess more directly most of everything that i saw said that it's as far as coping is concerned that the younger almost like the younger the better and I, the only reason i asked that is because i feel like there are so many parents that are like let's wait until our kids go off to college you know i feel like that's such a I thing know. and i don't understand I've seen some horrible 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 just full-on almost like a quarter-life crisis when that happens in people and i mean i'm not saying that like one like one's better than the other and so i was just curious if that was something that ever entered your mind mind because i was i kept thinking like god they're too little they're never going to understand right Mm -hmm. they're never going to understand and the thought that i kept the thought that kept running through my mind is we all know this that children are like sponges Mm -hmm. and they they don't only learn you know what you what they read they learn what they see and that um I was teaching my daughter how to be a wife Mm -hmm. and I was and my son was learning how to be a husband Mm -hmm. and a man yeah and my daughter was learning how to be a woman and were those were those the archetypes that I wanted them to follow yeah and if that if I could not say yes to that yeah then I needed to make a move yeah so did they ever see you fight we didn't argue at all we never argued we argued Mm -mm. we argued more from we've argued more since we separated than we ever have what <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is i mean like that's almost like uh, you're, a problem okay, so, right so, <laughs> like so your um response is very very common like once oh, really? it because people people that know that know uh, he and well, i you're not yeah i was I've, like people i feel that, like yes. i've known you forever but i've known you for what 24 hours now yeah. and and you definitely strike me as somebody that can get fired up right you know what i mean and the issue was that um i was the only one that was fired up about anything oh and i and i and i had no no passion i had no outlet right and it was just like okay i'm sorry whatever yeah oh my god that kind of thing so then how do you work on things when there's no sit down clearly i did not figure that out (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, well i mean i don't blame you that would be and, and there were there were some other issues too but it was never that, you know, like I said, I've said he's not a bad guy. He's not, yeah, a, he's a good yeah, person. Right. And people that know me. It makes it harder, or not yes. harder, but makes it hard in its own way. 
and people that know me and know him and know us as a couple when they heard they're like she's crazy why would she do that you know he washes dishes and he clean you know does laundry and he does everything for her and that and them all that kind of stuff and all those things are true Mm -hmm. all that stuff is true but but if i'm not if i'm not fed and if i'm not stimulated and if i'm not living my best life then yeah then 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 well, cause then your yeah. kids are gonna see yep. yeah. you unhappy yep. and yeah yep. just, auburn's gonna just because somebody's given that pattern just because somebody's given what they want to give you doesn't mean they're giving you what you need no. right yeah. and i think that's also part of the that was also part of my process was part of figuring out because i'm a very um independent person and kind of like don't worry about it i'll handle it like i'm very much like it, come on just, if you got something to deal with come here bring mm-hmm. it over here and i'll fix it and we'll be fine mm-hmm. and that was basically my marriage yeah. it was that i fixed it all everything yeah. all the time yeah and um that was part of the process was me determining if that was the woman i wanted my daughter to be mm-hmm. did i want her to live that life and if and did I want my son to grow up thinking that that's how you treat a wife yeah. or a partner? Yeah. Not necessarily a wife. Is that, is that how you treat a business partner? Is that how you treat a colleague? Is that how you treat another adult? Yeah. Or you, you know, just those kind of things. Yeah. And is, is that a lot? Are those the life lessons that I wanted them to learn? Because yeah. no matter what you say, mama and daddy, but mama, mama is the lifeblood oh of course mm-hmm. mama is yeah. where everything goes is going to go back to in the end i can't believe i'm not doodling but i'm actually writing questions now. <laughs> yeah. cool. you've got me yeah. <laughs> what is it sink line and hooker i'm not yeah. good at phrases right? <laughs> hook, as, hook line as and listen, sinker as listeners will know oh is it yeah you just said oh, hooker fuck <laughs> well you got me girl yeah, i'm yeah, your hooker yeah. <laughs> god damn it i thought i had that one hook, i thought finger. i had that one <laughs> sink line and hooker <laughs> I hate myself. I hate myself. <laughs> God oh, damn God. it. Okay, sorry. Um, it's okay. Yeah. So, can I ask you sure. some of my questions? Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you um, did you tell anyone you were considering, considering divorce when you first started thinking about it? No. No? I did not, which is completely, and Laura can tell you, which is completely and utterly out of character for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm very much like, Laura, I have this epic idea, and I've thought of it twice. Please let me talk to you about it for three hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's, uh, I did not talk to anybody about when it. When did you start, like, or was there a process of you being like, hey, Laura and Nicole, um, just here's what's up. I want to let you know. Um, was there? <laughs> like, I knew something was up when we went to Disney World. Which would have been this summer. This yeah. summer. And, and like, we went to Disney World in July. And I, I like, the nail in the coffin, this is, uh, it's over, I'm done was mother's day last year yeah for me so and it took me from may until august or the end of july like right after disney Mm -hmm. to get up the guts to actually do it sorry yeah it took me it took me that long so what happened at mother's day so mother's day um 2018 was (sighs) it was bad and it wasn't like a, a fight or an argument or anything like that. But it was Mother's Day. So we were with my mother. We were mm-hmm. close to my parents. So we were at my my parents' house, went to church and all that kind of stuff. And a couple of days before that, Auburn came to me crying. And, and, you know, of course, what's wrong? And she's like, Mama, I'm just, she said, I'm just sad for you. I'm like, why are you sad for me? And she said, because we don't have anything for you for Mother's Day. 
and I was and I was like, you know, baby, it's like, it's fine. You know, I was comforting her. That and I was comfort. Oh I was comforting her and making her feel okay. Like he didn't just let you down; he let them down. Mm-hmm. So, and oh. this is and like when I say this, this is not like this is not like. It wasn't like everything was fine. And then the day before Mother's Day, I was, you know, after Mother's Day, I was just like, the nail in the coffin. I was yeah, like, it was yeah. like a whole bunch of shit. And a whole bunch of st- shit, like very similar to things like this. And so we go to Mother's Day. And I didn't say a word to him. And say a word to him. I'm not fixing it. And this might be, you know, being me being stubborn or whatever. But I was grown. He's a grown ass man. We've been had, I've been a mother for nine years at this point. This is not your first radio. Yeah. You know my, you know me. Yeah. Uh, your kids are coming to you asking mm-hmm. what the fuck man and she's not one of these that's like buy me a, a diamond no. tennis bracelet she's like a, a homemade gift from her kids would mean is like just the fact that he put time into like arranging so something. before somebody yeah. goes well he didn't have that money he could yeah. just spend it's, zero it's dollars not, I was about to so say I that. think if you're well and we, we'll talk about this more afterwards but if you are comfortable with keeping this in I think it's important so mother say uh, comes around we'll go to church I have a gift for my mother because she's my mother mm-hmm. and I have a card and do. we go to dinner and I got my mo- my mom's throat I mean like whatever I hadn't she had the little corsage you know that kind of thing. I didn't necessarily want a corsage but yeah. whatever <laughs> so and then it comes time like for them to give me a gift mm-hmm. and they have the little cards they made at school and that's it and my babies are crying oh my god and my babies are mama I'm sorry and I that was it. That was it. And, and he I, had done it, nothing it, it to was, arrange it. Like it to, was to do. Anything. It was a. It was a complete and utter mental shift. If yeah. I was ever thinking about it before, that was it. And I didn't. My behavior didn't change towards him. So well, he had like he was completely not a blind. No, that's right. Because right after that was your dad's birthday. Yes. That's when I knew something was up. Because her dad's birthday is in June, and we were over at their house, and that's when. So was he just completely yeah. oblivious to the fact that no you were upset, or that? Well, I mean, I, I say I say he had no clue because, like, when it happened, he was totally caught off guard. <laughs> but sometimes, like, but you're like, how old did you? But not? okay, so early on in our marriage, I did he have any clue about Mother's Day when when the kids were upset? I mean, he's an an. I mean, he's a breathing human, so yeah. he knew. I mean, he has a mother. Yeah. And did he? I mean, he bought his mother a card. But y'all never talked about it. What? I like, did, are did you I, asking her? Did she? Did he know that she was? Did he know that he should buy me a gift? No. Or did he know did that he I know that he off? fucked up? Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, because I didn't have to go. You fucked up. I mean, yeah. he figured that part out. Yeah. You know that kind yeah. of stuff. And did he apologize or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and there was some kind of excuse about money, but you know. And. Yeah, listen. Whatever. There's so there's there's the cheap section at Target. No, there's, there's the dollar store. Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's there's yeah Auburn's crayons and markers in her room. Yeah. There's anything. Yeah. So yeah. no, that don't give me that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It really Literally. had nothing to do with the money. Thing. At all. You I'm not. At, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Pick out anything. Yeah. Thrift Sin, stores. Yeah. Just to show that you've done something to plan something with our children for me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. 
yeah. and not left it up to their teachers at school like they're not doing enough already right <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah but thank god for the teachers yes so. exactly like for real some mothers yes. would if have not for the, take it if not day. for the teachers you would not have had a mother's day gift at all and that um, in line let me just put this out there again that was not the issue the issue is my yeah. kids are standing in front of me crying because right. I have nothing yeah well, and, and again it goes back to the issue from um, this is what I'm getting from it so correct me if I'm wrong but it goes back to the issue that he's he just seemed very complacent just like <laughs> yeah. okay like um yeah no and, fire or enough at all yeah yeah and <laughs> about anything um there I, early on in our relationship I just I mean like had nothing to do with him it's just about you know growing into an adult i realized mm-hmm. that you know we all have these ideals when we're younger about men and how they well he's gonna buy me f- roses and he should just know when i need something and like and i was like that's bullshit they don't they, they don't, don't even know, know like they don't know anything Mm-mm. like they have no they have they can think about two things at one time and that's it <laughs> yeah and i mean and what you know god bless them i don't want to live without them but yeah. you know that's just not how they, they operate. No. Mm-hmm. So I realized different. early on that if I needed something. Oh, fuck. See, they can't do anything. <laughs> See? <laughs> he was just trying to walk. Exhibit A. At the same time. <laughs> He's riding the white pony. Now. Yeah, right. He's like, this Red Bull's getting to me now. <laughs> fuck. Oh, oh, man. Gosh. Okay. So, yes, they, you have to tell them. You have to tell them what to do. Yes. So I told, when I needed something, I needed. Um, you know, emotional support or, or whatever, I would go to him and just go, hey, I feel disconnected. I need some romance. Mm-hmm. I need this. I need I need time for us to sit down. I need a date. I need something. And and when I figured that out, I mean, and I started doing that, he was like, thank God you're telling me, you know. Aww. And then he that was early on. And he was like, yay. You know, <laughs> so, heart. So, yeah. I, so he would go, and it would be like, fine. You know, it would be good. I'd get, you know, give it a three, four weeks, you know, and I'd get one, whatever. Yeah. At Mother's Day, the, the the nail in the coffin. At Mother's Day, it had been like six months that I had told him repeatedly, mm-hmm. I need this, I need this, I need this. And I think once that started, and I was also doing the research at the time, and nobody knew, and I was also thinking about it, and I think my grief started then. Oh, okay, because yeah. Because I saw it going away. It's almost like watch it's and I hate, I'm sorry, but it's almost like when you... Laura, when you like you were watching your grandmother deteriorate, mm-hmm. I don't want to equate the two things. You can, it's but fine. I'm just saying, it's like, totally like that's what like, this you're just is all about. Watching, yeah. you're just watching this, yeah, like not the, your process, yeah, yeah. Like I was just watching it dwindle, mm-hmm. and I and I was just, and there were points in in that period where I was just like hoping that he would just step up. Well, it was probably scary for you too because you're seeing yourself lose that drive to fight for it right yeah and like all the things that i that that you hope for like when you on the wedding day and you know and you you know i mean like you have these rose-colored growing all together and all that kind of stuff the notebook exactly (laughs) yes yes yeah so you have all those and then you know you have a dose of reality and then you have realistic goals that you're going to reach as a couple yeah and realistic like milestones you want to come to together and so the grieving process for me started before he ever, before I ever even told him mm-hmm. because, and, and that, I think that's probably part of the reason why I didn't. And I'm like literally discovering this right now as I speak. I think that's probably part of the reason it took me so long to say it, like mm-hmm. to, to actually put it out there and say it because it, it, it hurt. Yeah. So I know you told me that you had the conversation with him and the, before that you were having a lot of physical 
Oh, like the headaches and the yes, yeah. So yes. so it was um, for me. Um, there was an immense amount of pressure and stress to like uh, financially and mm-hmm. um, you know just the betterment and you know ascension of my family. Mm-hmm. If that was going to happen, it was going to be me. Yeah. So I, that's why I you know went to graduate school. I'm about to graduate in May. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. Woo-hoo! Yeah. So I'm about to graduate in May. So um, that's why I went to graduate school. That's why I started coaching because mm-hmm. it's more money. Yeah. And I mean, I liked it and I yeah. loved it. And I wanted to do it, but I. But was, who wouldn't want to just go home and be rich? And, well, like, <laughs> well, and I was ready to. I was ready to get out of it. I was yeah. ready to say, okay, this is not in my long term career plan, and I, this is just you know, it's not enough money, and I'd rather spend my time with my own children instead of somebody else's children. Sure, yeah. So I was ready to get out of it, but I couldn't. I was stuck, and all that stress and all that on top of like being mama and teacher and this wife who was not happy or fulfilled or sad or stimulated i had i started having physical reactions mm-hmm. like i was i had panic attacks um i never had anxiety until that point mm-hmm. i still have anxiety but i don't have I not to like it was um i was having headaches yeah i was having chest pains to the point that I went to the doctor. I'd wake up in the middle of the night thinking I was having a heart yeah. attack. Which is is so common, but when so it's happening, it's scary. so scary. It's mm-hmm. so scary. Yeah. So, 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 so but scary. But that's like, there's so many people. Sethan, for one, my sister, my sister's ex-husband, they've all been to the hospital, to the ER, thinking they're having a heart attack, and it's a panic attack. Yes. And that's just the physical manifestation of depression Stress. and anxiety. It is, yeah. it is. So, all that, and I'm not that kind of person. Like, I've, in all my life, I have never been like... I've never been like that. I've always been able to kind of compartmentalize and deal with things and, and, but this kind of was overwhelming. (laughs) And I told Laura on the ride up here to, you know, yesterday, I was like, you know, since, since the day he moved out of my house, I have not had one headache, nothing, shit, nothing, not even, and and I'm like still dealing with shit, you know, like it ain't like my whole life just, I'm not like, but you're not having to keep it all in anymore, internalize it. So I haven't had one headache. I had one chest pain. Have had one panic attack. That's I still awesome. have some anxiety because you're a mother. Exactly. I mean, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> natural. So, but I, but the physical reaction, to everything. So, if I ever needed validation, so when I question, when my kids are upset, when they're crying, when they're asking <coughs> questions, when why don't you like daddy anymore, and all yeah. that kind of stuff, and when all that comes out, I just have to think. You know, I I'm able to give them a better me. Yeah, stress takes years off your life. I'm able to give them a better me. And, and I'm able to give myself yeah. a better me and the other people in my life. You know, yeah. like my students and, you know, ev- yeah. Laura. You know, everybody yeah, yeah. gets a better crystal because yeah. I'm not, I'm just not, that's not, I'm not so stressed. So yeah. how long did you wait? Two questions. How long did you wait to tell him? And how long was it between telling him and him moving out? Uh, I uh, the nail in the coffin for me was May, but I had been was in May of 2019. But I'd been thinking about it since the summer before. Okay, so it'd been a while. I started the research like I you started like, the, that first Google search. We were like, yeah, hmm. yeah. <laughs> that first Google search was the summer before that. So like 2017 would mm-hmm. would have been almost a, almost exactly a year from when I told him. Okay, so um yeah, like a little a little over a year, and then. Like I said, May, I was struggling with it that whole, like, the beginning of the school year. Mm. And basically that whole 2017, 2018 school year, I was struggling with it, for sure. And then 
may happen and then we went on a family vacation in july all of us and it was you know to see family and everything and it was it was good and i, I thought that things were kind of i was like okay maybe you know maybe and then we went to disney and mm-hmm. so when you just, went to have the conversation with him were you going in it like thinking i'm telling him i'm ready for a divorce or are you just like i have all this stuff in my head i'm stressed out i've got to get it out of my system no, and yeah, was, it was it was done it was, there it was, was done. no convincing okay. it was yeah. Over. It was yeah. Over. yeah so and it wasn't like it wasn't like okay i need to talk to you we're talking on saturday it wasn't yeah. like that it was like a random tuesday night yeah i was like i was in the room in my bedroom like doing whatever and he come in just started saying something and i just looked at him and said i'm not happy mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm not happy and i want a divorce yeah wow, just like okay like that so how long was it like he was actually cooking dinner because mm-hmm. he, he had he's go- a really good cook he mm-hmm. is yeah he's a really good cook. good cook and so he like i because i remember he had to walk out of the room to go turn the stove off Ugh. yeah and come back yeah okay so how long was it before he moved out that was in august and he moved out in october a lot wow. of question. Mm-hmm. Did he? Nicole's still here. Nicole's here. <laughs> I'm just listening because yeah. I don't know a lot yeah. of this, yeah. so I'm super intrigued. Um, <laughs> now I've lost my question. Oh, oh, did he think y'all were happy? Like you know, like you're saying he was. He doesn't fight. He doesn't. You know, there's. You're the one fighting. You're the one with the fire to do anything. Did he think y'all were fine? Like, he thought everything was okay. Okay. He but, thought. I think he thought that you know there was a little a little bump in the road, mm-hmm. but that it was going to be it would end up being okay in the end. He could know. he could yeah. smooth it like over like he always had been exactly. Able to. exactly. Did he okay. try to talk you out of it? <laughs> yes. Did he try? God, like, that, where was this a year ago yeah. when I first? So do you think too if he had put that kind of effort in at the beginning when you had first started asking for those things, would it have been a different? It potentially, it could yeah. Have been. If he would have just listened and and yeah. and I think that that's the whole problem. Yeah. That well, that's part of the problem. Some of it, and now that I'm, it, this is part of the process. You're now, removed. Now from that it, I, I'm but, removed from yeah. it, cause like it's just like somebody dying. Like after, mm-hmm. right after he moved out, and I'm I'm having to do things like email my kids' teachers and mm-hmm. say, okay, this is happening. So mm-hmm. if they respond this way, I'm having to call my son's baseball coach and mm-hmm. say. Heads know, the heads up yeah that kind of stuff so and you're in like a fog mm-hmm. and you're like dealing with the business of everything what's it going to cost can i survive can i deal can i financially survive and keep my kids in the lifestyle that they have you know to an extent you know without them anything else major changing and all the business of it kind of like a funeral yeah. it's like when somebody dies the first the next two days or three days or nothing but dealing with the business dealing of with it. business of yeah. it mm-hmm. so once all that is settled and with this and with divorce i think in particular the business part takes a long time yeah a long time who's gonna file how much is gonna cost who's gonna pay for it where's the lawyer how, how long is it gonna take and all that kind of stuff and then you got to go into the details about who's getting this and how when do you want the kids and who's claiming them on their taxes and stuff like yeah. that crazy crap so all that stuff kind of took the front seat for a while and allowed me I was in a, I was in like a fog kind of to the all the mm-hmm. emotional stuff mm-hmm. and that was part of the process it was part mm-hmm. of the process to like kind of get through all of that and it's it, exactly like a funeral because yeah. you can't really start it doesn't really fucking sink in until everyone's gone yeah and you're yes. by yourself and the only right. place you can go to visit them is their grave. And it, it totally depends on what kind of funeral it is and mm-hmm. how it, what, like, exactly. when your grief can start. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't gone, but he was gone. Mm-hmm. 
and like and no matter like how you spin it it wasn't all bad mm-hmm. and right. like he has asked me that question crystal was it was it bad from the beginning you know was it all bad all the time? And the answer is absolutely not. Never. No. That's why this is hard. That's why this is hard. Yeah. Right. No, that's not all bad at all. And do I look at him sometimes and still see good? And of course, the answer is yes. Yes. So when Keegan asked me, Mama, why don't you like Daddy anymore? Mm-hmm. Baby, it's not that I don't like Daddy yeah. anymore. You know, that's 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 hard. That's really, 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 really hard. Because, you know, it's 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 fucking hard. Yeah. There's no no other way to shift that yeah. around. It's just yeah. hard as fuck. Yeah. So I was in a fog with all the business shit and all getting through all that stuff. And then once I finally, like, he was gone. And then there was a, this whole, like, he needed furniture. So, like, we were in limbo. Like, I didn't have a couch for a little while, you know. And then I didn't have a bed <laughs> yeah. for a little while. So yeah. once all that was settled and everything is, like, kind of getting back to, getting into a new normal, then I started to kind of, like, grieve what we had had and yeah. grieve the fact that I, I I was like you said earlier that I had failed yeah and you know people can tell you all day long well it wasn't you and you did this right all that kind of stuff but you know what my marriage failed but one well, your marriage it, failed but that doesn't make you a failure at life no right. it does it not make, no 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 it doesn't I mean, make it, it takes courage to yeah make like, that exactly like there's nothing wrong with failure yeah in the grand scheme and i think of it's important to state that your parents are still married and my that parents is a are rare still married. thing yes mm-hmm. my parents are still married so yes. that for you i'm sure that put an extra little bit of pressure on you a little bit it did um my both of my parents have been divorced before okay but they have not divorced from each other yeah and they're your parents and they're my parents right so they they um yeah so they both came in you know to that to their relationship from uh you know other marriages divorcees divorcees (laughs) but they um they had they're, they're still together yeah so i mean you know yeah, yeah, that was a little bit of pressure. I'm yeah. lucky that um, th- uh, we're very close. I'm very close to my parents, and they're very supportive. So sometimes a yeah. little overly supportive. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, I think it just it speaks to the fact that everyone here has the kids' best interest at heart. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So this is another part of the grieving process. Mm-hmm. I think is that you realize, like, I grieved. I'm still grieving. For the person that I thought he was. Yeah. And the person that I thought I was. Mm-hmm. And what you were going to be together. And what we were going to be together. Right. So, we, like, when when things go crazy, like when trauma happens, mm-hmm. and be it like a divorce or an event or a death, when trauma happens, you know, you're kind of in this mental state that doesn't, it's not you. Mm-hmm. It's not you. And, like, I, I remember, like, thinking back like my poor students that whole first semester of school i was just kind of like <laughs> floating through crap i was like oh like, yeah. what did i teach we're you reading guys? some shit today that's what we're doing we're doing some english you basically just showed movies your yeah. first semester i mean i did not do that <laughs> no, but, I'm just kidding. but i'm just like, like thankfully it was you know literature that i had taught five thousand yeah, times i could yeah. do it in my sleep so thank god because if it was some new shit we was going not a lot of lesson planning <laughs> not a lot of lesson planning right so so you're just like in this mental state where things just don't you know they're not clicking you know so i was grieving over this man that i that i I had thought that he was going to turn into be for me and this woman that i thought that i was going to turn into be for him yeah and both of those expectations 
were um were inaccurate yeah i i and I, and I grieved for what was there. What was there? Because like yeah. I said before, it wasn't all bad. There yeah. were some amazing, amazing moments. Yeah. And times and years. Yeah. But oh, God. you just got to... It, it comes in waves and... So, yeah. has he... Did he fight for custody? No. No. He, no. Just, do you think it was like he wouldn't do that to you type thing? Like he... I think that... He loves his kids. Mm-hmm. I think hands, he, hands down he loves his kids. And he knows that that's the best place for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, and we, um, well, there are some financial issues with like with our house and like who pays for what and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So um, it was just logical that I get the house. Yeah. And it also was logical that the kids stay, stay in, in their house. Yeah. Keep as much normal keep, as you okay, can. Right. And because so, you know, this was in October when he moved out and we decided together we're going to stay here through the holidays I got it. I didn't think about that. We're going to stay here through the yeah. holidays, and then we're going to, um, you know, think about selling the house in the spring, and we're actually fixing to put the house on the market. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's got to be some ambiguous mm-hmm. loss and grief with that. I don't Who know. Who knows how you, you'll see, you'll probably see when you sell the house. How yeah. That, yeah. You, yeah, that'll be. How long have you been in this house? Like five years. Okay, so it's not like you brought a baby home to this house. No, 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 no. No, but it's it's It's, the kids' house. Yeah, it's the kids' house for sure. And they um and I'm trying like you know, you know how like you know when somebody dies, and the you get this uh, flip side. They say, well, you know, they're in a better place. Yeah, that kind of thing. In which you know, it's true for some people. Yeah, and so like you you try to give a positive spin on it. So when the kids are like you know we're fixing to sell the house I'm like well you know we're gonna get a new house new neighborhood <laughs> it's gonna be new, different yeah and what do you want in a house yeah make me a list of all the things that you have to have in your house oh and I can't I, wait and, to see that list and then it, it's like <laughs> I want a pool in my room I want an aquarium <laughs> under my floor yes it's like, all kind of this stuff <laughs> I need a unicorn stable yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like I want a whole room for video gaming ice and skating rink <laughs> yes like, it's all kind of shit that but if I can turn and i'm like yeah we'll get it babe i'm all over it you know yeah we'll do good it. news we're moving a mile away from the yeah. skating rink <laughs> yes. we can paint your room pink yes we can do that sure yes, so what? and then i'm trying to like you know put a positive yeah vibe on it or yeah. whatever so you know it's kind of like that yeah. yeah so you think for the majority of your marriage you were working on it or like when did when was it when you had a child that when did you start to realize like oh fuck fuck, like fuck um i mean it was a gradual thing i think i think early 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 on subconsciously i knew that there was some red flags yeah but some some unequally yoked issues going on where we are what does that mean that means there were like where we did not we were not on the same level of okay. things where we needed to be gotcha not to, on the same page right yeah to yeah. be able to work together to move yeah. forward so um and and it was things that i knew going in but i thought that i could deal with yeah oh we can always fix mm-hmm. a man mm-hmm. <laughs> well and you know nobody's perfect yeah, yeah nobody's perfect because in, in my mind i'm going like i wonder what the hell he's thinking about me because there's some <laughs> shit like he's thinking like well i can't i don't know if i can deal with that you know or your mouth or whatever you know like if i feel like 
if I ever actually did leave Seth, then no one in this world is going to put up with me. I mean, <laughs> that's impossible. I ain't going to lie. That crossed my mind. It crossed my mind. I was like, are you ever going to find anybody that's going to do this shit for you? Like, yeah. like he's doing it? And yeah. then the answer was no. Yeah. The answer was no. No. Nobody's going to do what he did for me. But then the other, the next question was, are you okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? And then the next question in my, to myself was, what about you is making like why are you what what are you doing to make it so difficult mm-hmm. so there's so, so much self-reflection <laughs> so much like internal looking in and figuring out you know what it is that i did or mm. have done or could have changed or could have been different and all that kind of stuff especially after it's over yeah after it's over there's a lot of like well, that's- I, I will say this I think since then, since since he moved out, um, things got a little crazy mm-hmm. for a little while, and I'm not using that term loosely. Yeah, yeah. things got a little crazy for a little while. He's with, grieving also. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. He's grieving as well. Yeah. So things. So got, like the thought of you being with another man was unsettling to him. Yes. The thought of, the yeah. thought of another man in his house with his children. Yeah. Or or I mean just anything like he. There's a lot of shit, you know. There's always in and in the grand scheme of things, this is a very like she doesn't have to text me and tell me where she is anymore. Yes, oh. yeah, yes. Yeah. Like, um, where are you going? It's none of your business where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. I rode by the house and your car's not there. Where are you? Whoa. I don't. I, I, don't I don't have to tell you anymore. I don't have, I'm not responsible. Like I can tell you where yeah. our children are. They're at mom and dad's. I don't have to tell you if I'm going out with Laura. I don't have to tell you if I'm going out with Jim Blow down the street. It doesn't like it, it's that's, none of your business. That's yeah. your kids. You know your kids are taken care of, and beyond that, it's none of your business. Anymore. Exactly. So that and he was struggling with that. He struggled okay. with that. So yeah. So shit got a little crazy there for a little while. And did he continue to see the kids regularly? Yeah. Yeah. We have um, and the way we worked that out was we set them down together, yeah. and we said you know that's what we we never finished. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. sat them down together and said, you know, this is what's happening and blah, 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 blah. And it was a tear fest and mm. wine and questions we couldn't answer. And daddy's going to move out and he's going to have an apartment and all that kind of stuff. And he was really good about um, involving them. So he found a couple of apartments that he wanted and he took them to see them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what do you think about this one? And what do you think about that one? And all that kind of stuff because I feel like if and we've both talked about it if they have some ownership over mm-hmm. these changes that are being made then they're going to be a little yeah. lot easier to you know maybe yeah. a little better to cope also it's like you're doing it as a family still right like, and it's and they're got to keep remember that they're little yeah. so it's like an adventure yeah it's, it's something new it's something different you know yeah maybe not one they want to go on all the time <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> but it's definitely it's yeah adventure. he does see them regularly our visitation schedule um he sees them during the week and on every other weekend. Okay. And in the beginning, it was kind of like, Mama, can we call Daddy to say goodnight? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can call Daddy whenever you want to. That kind of thing. Or Mama, can I text Daddy? Or, you know, what can we FaceTime? You know, anything. Or can Daddy come over and have dinner? And that was a thing for a while, and it's no longer a thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, no, yeah, that did. Now they're yeah. like, oh, I'll see Dad again soon. <laughs> I think they're grieving, like the, in their grieving process, they're kind of—I don't want to say over the hump, but they're kind of like over the shock of it, and yeah. they're and they're turn, they're they're getting into that new normal, mm-hmm. just like you do after someone passes away and yeah. someone's not here anymore. You know, you have to, you don't get back to where you were. You get to a new place. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the hope is that you do it 
the right way and it's as seamless of a transition as possible but there's always that because they're young there's always the possibility that a few years down the line many years down the line there will be manifestations of the trauma Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that that come out and the best thing you can do is sit with that grief Yes. Have them sit mm-hmm. with it. Have them talk about it and uh, yeah. give it attention. Exactly. So yeah. I'm, my son actually had a little meltdown or breakdown or I don't know what you want to call it the other day. Just at the dinner table. We and mm-hmm. Auburn and Keegan are sitting there eating and I looked over and he's just boohooing over Aww. his pork chops. And I'm like, what's up, dude? You know, like we talked. He's angry. He's mad. And I've told him, you know, uh, it's part of that research I did, yeah. part of that grieving process for me to start that kind of, like we talked about, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of watching it deteriorate. Part of that process was me know, me being able to know that I, I had the tools to make sure that my kids are going to be yeah. okay. So one of the things that I learned in that stuff, and from talking to another friend at work who has been through multiple divorces. Oh, she's been through three. Oh. <laughs> no, wait, oh, wait. She's on, she's on husband three. My sister, my oldest sister's on husband four, so yeah, yeah. No, no big deal here. Whatever, whatever. Work it till you get it right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I had the tools to be able to tell him what he needed to hear. I hope, and that, and to, like to sit with his grief and to know that, you know, it doesn't matter what you feel. No emotion is wrong. You feel it because you feel it, and that's why you feel it. Mm-hmm. And then that doesn't. It's okay for you to be mad or sad or angry or upset or whatever. And, and not know what the fuck you're feeling. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I told him too. I was like, it's okay for you to not know how to say what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for you to say, Mama, I don't want to talk. Yeah. It's totally okay for you to say yeah. things like that. So, and I gave him, um, I mentioned he plays baseball. He's in, you know, we have some like, um, like some hitting stuff in our garage. So, kind of gave him some kind of outlet. So, I was like, dude, when you're feeling like this, instead of, you know, lashing out at your sister, go hit a bucket of balls. Yeah. Or when you're feeling like this, you know, go ride your bike or mm-hmm. run or you know something do some kind of physical activity yeah. and, and then i bought him a um like a spiral notebook or like a journal thing and we set auburn and keegan down and i told him you know this is this is his i'm not gonna ever look in it you're not gonna ever look in it it's just for him so don't touch it don't mm-hmm. be coming in there looking for paper to draw on and yeah. ripping it out you know that kind of stuff so it's his and you and, and you know i don't know if he's written in it yet but just kind of i told him i was like dude if you don't if there's got something you want to get out but you don't want to tell nobody just yeah. write it in there and put it in your desk drawer and close the desk drawer and it's done yeah so that's good that's the yeah. kind of stuff that i was doing looking at when um i started this whole thing and like just the whole process yeah so do you think they the kids reaction to this has been about what you expected or was it worse better i mean I think honestly, once I realized that this is grief, mm. I was able to to shift my thinking a little bit. There you go. Shift it a little bit and go, okay, like if if you know if their grandmother had passed away, how mm. would I be a, mm-hmm. know, attacking this? Yeah. So I think that has helped. Yeah. With th- with me doing that, and that has helped them to react in a different way. Yeah. So they have definitely textbook responded. So you've told them like you're grieving. Yeah. I mean. And have I've you used them. that word? Um, I have told them, um, well, I, I got to be careful because remember, they're young. Mm-hmm. So, because they don't know what grief means. Yeah. And then when I say grief, and like, the first thing he goes, well, this is what you go through when somebody dies. And then yeah. you don't want to connect death yeah. and daddy, yeah. divorce together. Yeah. So, I'm thinking, I, you know, I, I've told them, you know, it's your, you're sad because you lost something. Yeah. You're yeah. sad because yeah, it's loss is like a good. loss. Yeah. Mourning. Like you're, you're mourning. mourning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, this is, side note. 
but on topic um have has anyone seen that show kidding on showtime i haven't jim carrey i would highly recommend all of our listeners and everyone (laughs) at this table to watch it it's jim carrey's new show and he's like a mr rogers on a kids tv show Mm -hmm. and he has two twin sons and they die one of them dies in a car accident Mm. and he's at like pbs and his dad is the showrunner and he's like i want to do a show about death for kids and he's like they're like no we're on fucking pbs this is never gonna happen but he they finally like let him do it it's very dark comedy but it's also just perfect for funeral stories audience yeah (laughs) um but they say have you ever um loved something that's gone away and he's like singing this little song and he's like or or he says have you ever did you ever move to a new neighborhood and you packed up your special bunny and when you got to the house the bunny was no longer there Mm. and he says i had something i love that i lost my son died and he talks about it like this and he's talking about how it's okay to grieve a whole bunch of different kind of things yeah and and in a a whole bunch of different kind of ways grief has no color (laughs) it has no shape it comes and a burst of flame mm-hmm. sometimes. Like, yes. The thing that surprised me the most about this whole thing, and I was telling Laura about this earlier, was that was the things that I grieved over because it wasn't the things that I thought I was going to grieve over. It wasn't like that he wasn't there, but it was that he wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it wasn't that, oh, I miss him. I want him back romantically. But it's that, you know, the kids are home from his house on Sunday and we're sitting down to eat dinner and there's an empty chair physical absence yes and it's not that i want him to fill the chair it's that there is an empty chair Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that and then things like um like i knew christmas was going to be hard hello i knew thanksgiving was thanksgiving this thanksgiving was my first holiday without my children Mm because one of the things that we agreed on was that you know he would take them for thanksgiving and my mother's birthday is christmas eve so they're gonna be with me on christmas Mm -hmm. and um you know we'd work all that out or whatever but so i've spent thanksgiving without them for the first time mm. ever so that was i knew i mean hello yeah. we prepared with a lot of whiskey and yeah <laughs> you know and some you know really good company and it was I, I was ready what i was not ready for was you know the first baseball tournament that we went to or for some ungodly odd reason valentine's day yeah like was like you hard. care about it and then all this like you don't care i don't at give all. a and shit about valentine's day suddenly and suddenly i'm like what what is happening yeah. here yeah and i'm like a tear fest <laughs> you know that kind of stuff and then like random things happen like the town that we live in is super traditional uh, has, has major traditions about like football and stuff like that so these like things would come along during and i was a cheer coach so things that would come along during football season that we all did together and now that's all changed yeah. yeah like we're not going to games together or they're the three of them are not there you know at the pre-game stuff you know or all that kind of stuff and that kind of stuff got to me well because you've never known being a mother without a partner right yeah and it's it's, it's or like going like going to going to football keegan's football games yeah and yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I grieve, and that's the kind of stuff that I still grieve because there are still experiences that I haven't had yet. Yeah, I mean yeah. Easter's coming. I ain't done that one yet. You know that kind of stuff. So we're just, yeah, how's that gonna go? You know that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and do the kids do like? Would they do like Easter morning with you and then go to their dad's for Easter? Um, it's or? actually his weekend, so we talked about what we were gonna do, and um, 
I have learned, because, like, on my side of the family, it's just them as kids. But on his side of the family, there's, like, a shit ton of grandkids. So, when they, um, when it's something like, you know, like an egg hunt, you know, that, that would be better with a bunch of kids... You know, it's a little bit easier for me to let them go over yeah. there. Thanksgiving, we can eat turkey anywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, Easter, you know, he, he it's his weekend, and we talked about it. And so, he's taking them to his parents for for Easter. So, he's still, they have a relationship with his whole side of the family. It's not anything like... That is one thing, especially with my sister. When she went through her divorce, that was something that I watched her go through was she had this family that was no longer there mm-hmm. and that not only was it no longer there but it was very volatile and it was now good guy bad guy mm-hmm. you know and she had married or her her husband's brother had married my best friend mm-hmm. so my best friend and i don't no longer speak Ooh. so i mean it, it's and there's reasons for that but that's also a reason um yeah so i know that that's i mean divorce it affects a lot of people yeah it's it's more than just the little family unit and yeah so so there are um other aspects of like when, when oh was, like yeah, yeah like, like when you break up like when you break up with a boyfriend or whatever and then yeah. you don't want get to hang out with their friends anymore right yeah. Yeah. so yeah. so like that and like when you have we were talking about this yesterday about yeah. making mom friends yeah yeah so yeah. making mom friends oh, if yeah. you don't have mom if you're not a mom you can have like the best mom friend ever and then the kids don't get along and, and that sucks. sucks or the kids get along and the mom sucks Suck. and that yeah. sucks for even worse yeah exactly because yeah. you're just gonna have to fucking so, power through yeah, yeah. yeah. you're gonna hang out with her yeah <laughs> it, at least it's not like a marriage though because at least then it's like okay well they have an hour play date (laughs) so one of the things unfollow you (laughs) (laughs) so one of the things that happens and y'all know this you know when you're in a relationship you get couple friends yeah Mm -hmm. and then we were together for 11 years yeah and so we had plenty and plenty of couple friends yeah and it was a group that i enjoyed and like um you know previous earlier in our marriage and in the group friend at you know dynamic or whatever the women and i you know we'd go on girls trips together we were together almost every other weekend you know we're all hanging out it was very much like bring the kids over and you know every two weeks we're all doing something together it was great um that has changed like has stopped for me Mm -hmm. on my end and like some of these i still see some of these parents at some of the you know things that our kids do Mm -hmm. and so it's very um it's very hard yeah. It's way harder than I thought. Yeah. It's very hard because um, wh- for me, what I try, I got to consciously do is not think, well, they're taking his side. Yeah. Because yeah. Because that's yeah. not, it's, it's, who gives a shit whose side anybody's <sighs> but on. But that is also natural. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's very natural. I mean, but it's also very good of you to kind of be self-aware enough to stop that yeah. thought process. Well, yeah. because when you do, I feel like when you do that, it does nothing but take my grief and my pain and put it on people that have nothing yeah. to do with it yeah. yeah it's not fair to those yeah. to those people to go well you're taking his side and like, yeah. oh, because that they ain't got i mean they're just yeah they whatever. don't have a dog in the thing <laughs> yeah. whatever you know I'm sorry there are so many levels in which it affects just it a ripple effect yes. yeah yeah like it affects the friends the families the kids mm-hmm. everybody in-laws and that's everybody. why it's such a decision yeah when you're do, in were, it were you did you think about like what your parents would think or Absolutely. say? Absolutely, you did. That was Absolutely. a big. Mm-hmm. Did you talk to them about it before? 
Um, or did you just call him and say, "Hey, we're getting divorced"? That wasn't like, "Yo, what <laughs> so up?" Way, yeah. <laughs> did you talk to your parents before or after you had your conversation with him? I um, they knew that some stuff was going on. They mm-hmm. knew I was unhappy. By the way, her mama knows everything before it happens. She's like, so, psychic. yeah. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not yeah. at all. So she, mama started predicting this like in 2010 or yes. some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so wait, she, what year did you get married? 2007. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so have you learned to listen to your mama? Yeah. <laughs> so, um. I did. I, I, they knew that I was unhappy, and they knew that it was coming. Mm-hmm. They knew something was coming, and yeah. they knew, and like that vacation that we took that I was talking about, that was to visit her family. Mm-hmm. And so, at that, okay, that's right. At that, yeah, it was a family reunion. At that reunion, her sister came to her and said, "What is going on? Oh shit! Yeah, mm-hmm. something, something's up." And evidently, insightfulness runs in the damn family. I was about to yeah. say, mm-hmm. they all psychic. They're yeah. a little clairvoyant. Yeah. <laughs> So her sister went to her and was like, what's going on? And she had just, my, my aunt had just been talking to him and not mm-hmm. to me. So she went to my mother with a concern. She's like, something's going on. She's like, he's, he's got another woman or they arguing or something. <laughs> something's happening. Something's going on. But, um, so they, they had an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it, I, I mean, like I did speak to them and yes, I was concerned about what they would think. But like I said earlier, I'm fortunate enough that I knew that they'd support they you. They were going to support me. Yeah. They want you to be happy. Exactly. Oh, yeah. For sure. I'm trying to think. There's so much to talk Side about. Side note Nicole's still here. Yeah. I'm still here. I'm, I'm just still here. You're just soaking it, it all You're a little in. sponge over mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Soaking it all up. I, I remember being at your dad's party in June because I thought things, I mean, you know, there have been some stuff in the past before yes and then and that we had talked about previously and i remembered you saying um i didn't think anybody knew this was years before this and um during a a previous hiccup and you asked me if i knew uh if that anything was going on and i said yeah i knew something was up and you said well how did you know something was up and i said because you keep talking about how perfect everything is Mm. yeah and i said that's like when somebody's going out of their way to be like everything's great everything's wonderful everything's amazing everything's beautiful and like has sparkles and rainbows like you know something's up when somebody's going yeah like, and then sure. and if because when everything's fine you're just like it's cool yeah everything's cool or like even when things it. are fine you still, you still say bitch about like, it like oh god get out of here yeah exactly yeah you can bitch about them when everything's fine seth and i oh sorry god i gotta be yeah when seth and i were like in a really tough spot um god what couple couple years ago now yeah um yeah i mean it was i was doing the same thing basically like i mean to people that i was really close to i would tell them what was going on but for the most part, it was like, no, he's the best. Yeah. yeah he's so, great. So, and We're I, like I mean, they the can perfect underst- team. And I can understand that. Why well, you won't why people would to, you wanna, yeah, you don't want to divulge that to people. Well, also, think, for me, it wasn't it, as much that I didn't want to divulge it to other people as I didn't want to, to confront to, it myself. To yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to come out and say, well, no, this if I can sucks make, really bad. If, I don't know what to do. If I can make the people that know me best believe it, then maybe I can convince myself. True story. Well, and it's like, you don't want to give that life yeah you don't want to give it any more energy you don't want to speak it Mm -hmm. right you want to sorry you want to be as positive as you can about the situation and just (laughs) fucking fake it till you make it and then and that don't work no 
but we were at your dad's birthday and i thought things had been going well with y'all for a couple years now and things were fine and blah 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 and then we were at your dad's party and i just got that feeling in my gut and felt the tension and i felt like something was up more than just just basic and i talked to gary afterward and i said did you feel the tension at that party and he said no well, <laughs> i mean you know because were you at the party yeah, gary because, well, <laughs> gary have you ever been present to anything ever but whatever <laughs> and um you know of course I think he didn't. he's just transcended yes he's all. just like whatever yeah. guys and of course he didn't but i felt it and then when you asked me to go with you to disney that was another like moment where i just went oh, well and when y'all went to disney did you still well, the kids were there. Yeah. Oh, so there was no... Did he go or he didn't no, know? No. Went yeah, instead. Laura went okay. instead. And Hello, red flag. <laughs> I think I was picking up on stuff even just not knowing anything until way after the fact. I was... I had started wondering. Yeah. Just... He's not pop, popping up on Facebook anymore. Mm-hmm, and, stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't even know weird I was, to think... I didn't even know I was doing that or not doing that. Well, that... Because it's subconscious. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're literally mm-hmm. preparing your mind for this huge change that's about yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. it's a hell of a lot easier to get divorced and tell the world you're getting divorced when you're not acting like yeah, everything's when I okay. Yeah, post two yes. days ago that, oh my God, he said I've worked anymore, so yeah. Well, even just little things like where you would all be like at a baseball game or something and he like, y'all would be tagged in things together or you would tag him or he would, you know, whatever, yeah. whoever. And then it was like, just you in the posts. And does that make sense? Like, yeah. just little, like, and I didn't consciously know that I was picking up on it until I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that was, that was coming. Mm-hmm. That, that's yeah. what that's that what was mm-hmm. all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just remember us being at Disney together and feeling like you were in a fog, kind of. For sure. And. Because we had just gotten back from that family vacation. Yes. And I was trying real hard when I was out there. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, we, you were still working things out. And even if you were ready to talk about it, you weren't going to talk to me about it in front of your kids there. Right. right. It was a. Yeah. And just having this feeling of wanting to protect whatever situation. Like, I just, you know, it had started with that. And then I just, you know, you're my best friend. I knew something was up. Yeah. But, like, she'll talk about it when she's ready. I don't even remember, like, how I told you that I was doing that. You messaged me and you said, can I pull a best friend favor? And I said, sure, you can pull a friend favor. And you said, uh, the thing about traveling with the team and to see if you could stay at my... Because uh, you said, yeah. I really just need a night to myself and he won't understand that I need a night to myself. Yeah, so what she's talking about is yeah. um, my cheerleading squad was um, cheering at the Jaguars game in Jacksonville. And that's a, that's a hall from Valdosta. Mm-hmm. So, um, and she lives in Brunswick, which is like straight up 95. And my kids were in the middle somewhere. So mm-hmm. I had to like make a big circle. So I did not want to finish. I, I wanted to drive my own car and not ride the bus with the girls, blah, 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 blah. And I did not want to stay with him. So I asked her if I could stay at her house and crash there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. nice of you to ask. I'd be like, "Hey, I'm staying at your house." <laughs> no, you asked if you could stay. Tell him that you were. Yes, staying. can I tell? That's what it was. Yeah. I asked, oh. Can I tell? I'm gonna tell him that I'm staying with you, and I'm not. I'm gonna go get a hotel. That's what it was. Because you just and you said that you I just really a night. Did you really go get a hotel? Yes. Okay. And then, well, it ended up being the same <laughs> day that Clyde died because she was gonna. I was gonna stay with her because like well, yeah, it shifted. Things and I was changed. Like, things mm-hmm. changed, and then she's. I called her and I, I was texted her and I was like, um, "Can hey, I just stay?" And she was like, 
you can, but I just need you to know that Clyde died and oh, it's a mess here. We, we, we I gotta Clyde be honest with you, it's not gonna be a fun Clyde. time. Just, we <laughs> yeah. just put him down today, so it's, um, I mean, that's what you're it's walking totally up to. <laughs> we, we have a bed, but, <laughs> so, Aww. yeah. So we went, I went to a hotel. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. that's, right that's when you told me that there again, you know, I went ding, 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 but also I can understand not every man is cool with their wife and that alone time thing i'm yes I'm, I'm fortunate in that way that gary is like oh cool you need a long time i get it but i understand that not every well i mean like hus- husband is cool with that. right and like another red flag for that entire situation and situations previous to that is that like my job like i'm a school mm-hmm. teacher yes i'm a school teacher but i'm also a coach and like mm-hmm. and during football and competition season it, my my job was seven in the morning to five in the afternoon sometimes mm-hmm. on game days it was seven in the morning to 11 at night mm-hmm. and then all day saturday so I'm like i was never home mm-hmm. and i missed my kids but i wasn't with him and like yeah so if if i wasn't with him and i was asking for time away from him when i'm mm-hmm. not with him yeah then there was i mean there was obviously a problem yeah but then you started texting me what was actually going on, and we were like, okay, we've got to get together and talk about it. And then you came by my house, and so... and I we did. Went, I we came went by your breakfast. house and went and had breakfast. Yeah. And so that's how you told me. And I'm but. pretty sure that conversation was like, so, I'm getting a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> How's your yeah. life? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what's going on now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about the... Divorce process and grief or anything? I think that um, the grieving process was um, surprising to me. And what else is surprising to me is the way... I've never... Okay, let me preface that with this. I've never lost anybody really close to me. Like, I've grandparents and stuff. Yeah. But since I've been an adult, I've never lost anybody that's, like, super close. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, the grieving does... I have grieved, but not to this kind of extent before. Um, thank God. Yeah. So, um, the grieving part part of it, and the intensity of it, and the overwhelming feelings that it that it's never going to go away. Yeah. Yeah. And it's never going to change. That is that, and and that I had made a wrong decision was a was more was surprising to me. So, um, one of the things that. I learned, I guess, through this whole process. And I think that, that can, this can be applied to any kind of type of grief like or any kind of trauma once you get over it and you are not over it. I'm not over it. But once you get through it, then you've come, you can come out on the other side with some, some positive yeah. things. So my relationship with the people that I'm closest to, like my parents and to Laura and people that know me the best has shifted that have known you your whole my life. My whole life yeah. has shifted because I finally have, I finally know that I can do shit on my own. And I've always known I can, mm-hmm. but I don't you like. You just haven't had to in a really I haven't yeah, had yeah. to. Yeah. And like my parents are learning, especially that, you know, like my mom said the other day, you know, she's like, Crystal, you know, you were with him for such a long time and you needed us for so much stuff that he was not giving you. Yeah. She was like, and now we're both you know your dad and I are, are learning and we're still trying to find our way where you don't need us in that way anymore mm-hmm. so if we overstep some boundaries you know that you're feeling like some new boundaries that you have mm-hmm. you know we're sorry but we're learning to you know it's a That's shift good. for everybody yeah so and like you know, Laura and I've had conversations and one conversation in particular was tough for both of us and um 
you know, it, I'm just learning to trust myself mm-hmm. and that and not to let so many outside things come in that on me. Because she's age, also right? been the kind of person that's like, will like push you for an opinion and like I need to know I need to know I want to know like tell me like with the people she's closest to like yes. she wants to and maybe you're not like ready to like form an opinion yet or yeah. you're not ready but she like has that like needing used to need more of that like Stamp validation yeah, yeah from people yes. yeah and like especially people that I love yeah and I value which I think it's natural but I think it's like you said it's also natural with age yeah and with experience to just your give a damn breaks yeah at some point yeah and I don't know if it's my give a damn or more of just like be you know do you yeah like you know if you're not happy with the decision I'm making that's cool yeah, like you, still you have you. a choice. At, I still love you know the people yeah, that whatever. love you have a choice at any exactly. time to, yeah, yeah, to yeah hit the road if that's their choice and maybe they didn't love you to begin with. Well, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, and those, some people have gone away. Really? Yeah. Like other than mutual friends. Uh, yeah, a couple of people have have not. Have, it's probably more common. Have, they, than, I don't want to say gone away. They've definitely distanced their themselves, and from, that could be for various reasons. Oh yeah, like it could be that they just and, don't know what to say. Yeah, well, that's probably a lot. That of it. and or you know, okay, there's a million different reasons. But I, for me, I've learned that I just can't like like that. I got too much. I got my own fish to fry. Yeah, I got my own shit to handle. Yeah, and I don't. I can't. I can't be fighting everybody else's yeah. battles. Well, because we don't want the headaches to come back. No, hey, exactly. <laughs> don't want those headaches. Yeah. And to like, come back. if if you've never coached a sport before, if you can make it through a whole season and not get a headache, that's like legit, legit. You're like, I've, I've arrived. <laughs> so I like my in my spare time. You know, I was hanging out with 25 teenage girls yeah. at one time. Yeah. In short skirts, so you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> to get through that without a headache, you know, yeah. that says a lot. So, yeah. 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 But sure. that, like the positivity. There are. I have learned so much about myself. Yeah. So, and I trust myself a lot more. I understand um, a lot more about my processes and what I need as a person. And I learned that the number one thing that I've learned through this grief is that my happiness cannot be dependent on somebody else. <laughs> I cannot look at him and go, "You need to make me happy." And if you don't make me happy, then there's something wrong with you that's profound that is not true yeah and it's not fair yeah it is not fair to him to say you're not making me happy and that's that's your fault yeah. that's bs yeah yeah so that that's really hard for me to and i'm still dealing with it yeah well because in your mind it's like god it would have been so much happier if you had just done this, this or that thing, right but, i can make you a list of all the shit you didn't do to yeah make me happy but, but I cannot a, make you a list of the shit that I didn't do to make yeah. myself happy. But also, there's still the chance that he could have done every single thing and you that you t- asked him to do year after year after mm-hmm. year. And, and you still might still be here. Maybe at this point. No doubt in my mind this would have ended up this yeah. way. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, that's... And that's just he's real. Just, he's just... I not mean, for I, you. When you're he's incompatible, you're incompatible. Right. Yeah. You cannot make two opposite ends of the magnet together it's just gonna repel it's gonna can't repel. make a square fit in a circle exactly yeah um you can try but it's mm-hmm. gonna just, uh, end up the same way or you're gonna go crazy mm-hmm. um are there any other positive things you've other than just you're happier i'm happier i'm uh even through all the grief i'm i'm a lot happier i'm yeah. a, i'm and it's still a process. There's a, a true thing called a divorce diet. I dropped 30 pounds. So <laughs> if you want. 
People look like, oh my god, you look great. What are you doing? Well, divorce. <laughs> I got a divorce. Jump on that diet. Girl. Like, uh, can't get that on Amazon, can I? <laughs> so I mean, yeah. So I was thinking, Laura, it'd be kind of cool if we did a version mm-hmm. of our wrap-up questions, but geared them towards divorce. Like, okay, was there a song that you listened to that helped you? Yes. Okay, what was that? It's an artist, mm-hmm. and I have to throw out. And I have to shout out to my cousin Mary Caitlin in Texas. She sent this girl to me on a message one time, and it was her name's Lizzo. Okay. And there's a song called "Good as Hell." And she sent me this song called, she's like, this is it. You got to listen to it. Listen to it right now. And I listened to it and it was amazing. There's this line in there. It says, boss up and change your life. You can have it all. No sacrifice. So I like, I put it on a little posty note and it's on my mirror. (laughs) So, you know, boss up, do what you got to do. You can have everything you want and without a sacrifice, but you got to boss up and do it. I like that. So that was the song Lizzo Lizzo good as hell good as hell if you're offended by bad language don't listen listen to to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) if you had a loved one or a friend or even a complete stranger that was going through this going through a divorce what would be your one piece of advice to them assuming that the person was going through a similar divorce situation that mine is Mm -hmm. my piece of advice would be be to just keep on keeping on to know that you can put the work in and make and it will be okay like if you're certain then commit if you're certain then do it either shit or get off the pot yeah you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, like do it yeah if because if, if, if it's in there if it's in your gut if it's in your head if it's in your then then that's where you need to go would you advise people to open up to their loved ones sooner or I would advise not to do it the way I did it. That wasn't. That wasn't. Are you talking about loved ones? Not the. Not the person. Yeah. Like, would you oh, like your loved tribe. ones? Like my tribe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I, yeah. If you got a tribe that can help, then yeah, open up to your tribe. Yeah. But I will say this. I have discovered this too that sometimes opening up to your tribe or to other people, can I, yeah, can impact the way you think. Yeah. And it can make you feel like you have like that you that you are doing the wrong thing not that you're doing the wrong thing by getting a divorce but you're going about it the wrong way or you need to do it this way or that way and sometimes you just have to trust yourself and you have to look at those people that love you and say i need you to love me and i need you to be there and i need you to just Shut your be mouth. quiet and listen yeah i wanted to ask that because it was it did seem very interesting to me because I'm very much a person that when I'm going through something, mm-hmm. I want to bounce it off of people and talk to them about it and the people I'm close to. But I also could see how in that situation, it would almost influence me. It did. Totally to, did. Yeah. For me. And I, but I had to stop it. And I, like, when I first started. Drown it out. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why I didn't tell anybody. Because mm-hmm. I've been doing that my whole life. Yeah. And I did that through our marriage. And that was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. That's part, one of the things that I did. One of the things, of the many things that I could have done differently. Yeah. So, I mean, like. Hi, Layla. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. So, include your tribe, but don't, don't rely, don't, don't like hold so tight to them that you can't see. What, yeah. You know, don't. Yeah. Like that they cloud your vision. Don't what is it don't lose the forest for the trees yeah i don't know sounds good (laughs) (laughs) sounds real good but they caught your vision yeah um did you 
have you had any sort of symbolic funeral? Like, did you burn a box of love letters? Did you, like, anything <laughs> like that? Um, any sort of ceremonial, I don't know. Burns, did you sage your house? Like, <laughs> I did. I did. And I just recently did it. Oh, God. <laughs> I um, got rid of, of uh, the engagement ring that he got me. Okay. And that, for you, yeah. was a piece of closure. Yes. And yeah. I got rid like, And when he left, he left his wedding band with me. I got rid of that. Okay. So... The actual wedding, wedding rings that I wore were an heirloom from my grandmother. Oh, so, so you got those. those, those stay. Stay. But the engagement ring that he bought me and um, the wedding ring that he wore, I got, I, like, a couple of weeks ago, I got rid of it. And they just stayed in my jewelry box. And, like, I saw them every day. Yeah, so it's kind of like and a reminder. one day I was putting on um, this new pair of diamond earrings that I got. <laughs> just put on this new pair of diamond earrings. Hmm. Sounds huh. like a good life. It was a real good life. <laughs> I just put on this new pair of diamond earrings, and I saw it, and I was like, that has no place here. So, I believe I, things have energy, and yeah. I believe that those reminders... Girl, that little green can, box with them earrings in it is full of energy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get rid of all the bad energy. Yes. Let's sage the box. <laughs> <laughs> what other... Do you have any other questions, like the wrapping up questions that we normally do that we could... You know, I always forget half of them. Yeah. No, We're not going to ask her how she thinks she's going to die. No. I mean, we could. How do you think, do you think you're going to die? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> I think those are the closest ones. Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I think, I mean, be cool to have you back. Yeah. Yeah. And for Shakespearean. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but also in, I yeah. mean, obviously you'll be back before. Like in six months, see what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Like just update. a little Again. catch up and see. Hey, is everything still cool? Is <laughs> co-parenting still doing? going well? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to give the impression that things are called hunky-dory and rainbows, but I mean, you know. What's, what's You're still in the middle of it. Yeah. I think yeah. it is. There's something to be said. Oh, I know what I want to take. And what? Laura can attest to this. If you are about to get a divorce and you are looking for some type of closure from the divorce process itself, <laughs> do not think that you're going to go in that courtroom and get some kind of ceremony, climactic <laughs> event. It took, Laura, Laura was there with me. It took Laura and I longer to get through security, <laughs> get into the courtroom, mm-hmm. than it did to actually get, get the divorce. Mm-hmm. It was like 2.5 seconds. Mm-hmm. And it was just like this old judge mumbling, you know, what was your name? And then he like beat the gavel, the thing. It was like, so let it be written, so let it be done, or whatever he said. And no eye contact. Wish you health and happiness or <laughs> something yeah, like that. I wish you the best in your life or whatever. Make your decisions. future endeavors. Like yeah. not even eye contact nothing no. then not look up from the table like Nicole and I were saying it was like losing your virginity <laughs> yeah. and like we walked out and Laura was like what, is, is that it I was like I don't know is there so, something I, like, yeah, I, you're I, like do I get a is there so, a, am, I, so am I divorced <laughs> do I get a bumper sticker like what's happening I've been married for 11 years and all I got was the stupid t-shirt sure. like, not even like, what do I get? not even a t-shirt <laughs> nothing nothing and then the lawyer was like okay yeah we'll email you a copy of the papers have a good day and I'm like and she's shoved crystal out of the courtroom yeah, like this. she's like all right like, we'll get you those papers honey bye <laughs> like this. i was like and i was kind of like whoa like i haven't had time like I, you're like i want my money i back. want to look at him and go 
can can I get another bang or something? Like, can you bang the gavel one more time? Uh, can I have a hug? Yes. Like, <laughs> just a little something? But thankful, my yeah. tribe, part of my tribe was there. So we went to brunch and then we went shopping and I bought this epic sparkly dress. And yeah. You may have That was kind of, that was a little bit of your stories. ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So That's that was a little weird. bit of it. So you're able to live your best life now, or at least you're working towards your best life. Most definitely that's good mm-hmm. definitely. life after divorce that's it mm-hmm. and i think it's important after, yeah that grief of the divorce yeah. too yeah and the ongoing like yeah i think it's important to note that i think just like with every death every divorce is different mm-hmm. and some are because there was something you had said about not talking bad in front of the kids and that is one thousand percent textbook what needs to be done and that's gonna benefit the kid so much it's also really hard sometimes do you know what i mean (laughs) like Mm -hmm. so forgive yourself if you do slip up um but also just keep keep on keeping on and try as hard as you can Mm -hmm. unless there's extenuating circumstances where you have to tell your kid the truth yeah right do you know what i mean oh yeah yeah so I mean that day's gonna come. They're gonna they're they're gonna, they're gonna be fifteen, sixteen, or whatever. And yeah. Just go, okay. Well, what's and I going on? think because it wasn't he wasn't it wasn't a big a drug thing. addict yeah. or yeah. anything like that. There wasn't that. anything you had to explain to them. Yeah. Yeah. It was just all right. In fact, it was because there wasn't anything to explain to them. That's why there's been some confusion. Yeah. Yes. Lack right. of closure. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. Well, and that's like with someone I'm close to. It was very much like we're not going to tell him anything we're not going to say anything and then it's gotten where his father's gotten worse and worse to where it's like a safety thing now yeah. like you can't be with your dad without you know this this and this and so that's when you it's better to learn sooner than later right yeah so it, it is every situation's different this is what worked for crystal yeah right. and it's working out and i'm really proud of her yeah because i know you. it wasn't Thank easy you. it's not no it's and not she's thriving yes yeah i also wanted to say like if you have listeners that reach out and want like i'm totally open to talking to somebody cool yeah okay so do you want to shout out your instagram or or face i don't maybe not facebook yeah yeah um she's in the funeral stories family i am in the funeral stories (laughs) family we can connect through that if you want and then um, my instagram is at crystal underscore where and um, w-a-r-e w-a-r-e yes so if you want to you know follow me yeah. It's weird, but okay. Yeah. Follow me through my divorce. <laughs> yeah. Follow my journey. <laughs> I mean, or if you want to, like, yeah, well, cool. Yeah. If yeah. you want to talk yeah. about it or you got some things going on. Hit me up. Yeah. Hit me up. Hit me up. That's awesome. All right. So, anything else anybody wants to say? Nicole? Nicole, you still I'm alive? good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for being here, Nicole. Thanks. I just appreciate like it. Like I said, I was here for support. Yes. yes. Moral support. You did great. So. <laughs> Um, I guess when you're in it, you gotta go through it because it all ends in a funeral. Bye, guys. Bye. Funeral Stories is produced by Seth and Molino, and music is by John Pope. Check out our website and blog by going to www.funeralstories.com. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Funeral Stories and on Instagram at Funeral underscore Stories. Donate to our cause on Patreon to unlock subscriber rewards. And please don't forget to send your funeral stories to funeralstoriespodcast at gmail.com or hello at funeralstories.com. 
rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes and listen on your preferred podcasting service. Thanks, guys. Bye.